Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. to be quite honest with you dear listeners um i don't have a fun cold open for you all i'm having a really hard time focusing on anything else because i can't think of anything else other than the (laughs) the haunting green fingers that are kermit's um grasping yeah um and coming out of the animal shell and here's I know that this means nothing. <laughs> no, continue. Nothing. I don't want to step on your toes. Please I know that this means truth. nothing to those listeners that are finding this episode three years from now, or from <laughs> those amazing, those amazing aliens that are listening to this a thousand years in the future. Sure. Yeah. But I, up until this point, thought the mask singer was a joke <laughs> because I'm afraid of masks as much as yeah. I'm afraid of birds. And you can go ahead and check that off your bingo board. Um, yeah. And I thought that it was a joke until today when someone showed me a video footage and it was the first thing I saw on Twitter. And I i can't focus on anything else because <laughs> Kermit's one of my favorite. Um, Kermit's one of my favorite people because he's, he's really fuckable, to be honest. And, uh, oh my god. <laughs> and that was, I could have guessed a million ways for that sentence to end before I got to that one, particularly. And I could have never guessed that the first thing that I was going to see this morning um, was Jenny McCarthy and, please bleep this, Robin Thicke of all people, staring in almost sexual amazement. At, sure. at Kermit <laughs> coming out at the mass scene. Of a giant snail. <laughs> Is this what you all watch on television? Here's the thing um, about the mass Singer. Um, I think that is... We've talked about this actually more than I think we've ever per- like willingly watched this show 100%. this program um but because we've we're having recorded this podcast since the show has been on basically i think and so it used to it used to be like airing literally when we would start recording our podcast that's true <laughs> and it would always put Allie in a weird sort of mindset because she'd have to just see trending mask content which really just does something um, but I will say, the Kermit thing brought me a lot of joy. It's not my happy thing. But it is so fucking funny. Because it, A, it makes me think that the Mass Singer has just exorbited all celebrities that want to be on the Mass Singer. Which I think is valid. And I, yeah. I love it. But also just the gotcha of a puppet coming out of something that's already not... Like, they're expecting a person. Yeah. And it's not a person. It's Kermit. It's your friend Kermit. Yeah. That, I think... It's camp, I think. It so. is, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Which I would have never expected from the mass Singer. So... Sure. Um, folks, that is the most roundabout way of saying welcome to Into the Twilight, which this week... Welcome. ...is welcome to Into the Camp. Ooh, yes. Which, you know, like, for the past couple... You know what? Since yeah. its inception is Into the Camp, you know? 
the the spirit of Susan Sontag has been present throughout <laughs> most of our recordings. So <laughs> absolutely, a hundred percent. Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am transfixed by every photo <laughs> that comes from the production of this movie starring Lady Gaga and Adam Driver about Gucci. Yeah. And everything about it, just, I, I can't comprehend it. If I look at it too long, I will just go feral. Like, I can't. I don't. 100%. It's beautiful when this photo was dropped. I think Lady Gaga was the first one to post it. Yes. The internet exploded, rightfully so, because they both look wild, yes. but also incredibly sexy together. <laughs> I would have and just never out expected covered this Covered in snow. It's, no, absolutely not. Not, not in a million years. But listen, we also saw Lady Gaga with Bradley Cooper, so really anything is possible. And I think this is also a lovely coupling. I'm into it. I'm here for it. I was shocked at how into it I was. And now every day we just keep getting more photos. Like today, there was photos of Lady Gaga just feeding Adam Driver like a foot above her, <laughs> a, a pastry of some sort, just in directly into his mouth. And that really just grinds my gears in a very great way. This is the Lady Gaga effect, right? Yes. Because I didn't yes. think that ba- Badly Cooper, ooh, um, ooh. ooh. <laughs> I didn't think Bradley Cooper was even remotely attractive until sure. Miss Stephanie, if I dare yes. say. Um, yeah. <laughs> my cousin, Stephanie. Um, yes, Mr. Minata. <laughs> until Lady Gaga was near him. And I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I could, yeah. could I be their third? Oh, shit. Yes, it could. <laughs> And the same fucking thing is happening to Adam Driver as well. Yeah. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that happened first, right, when my lovely person of color happened, right, with a marriage story, right? And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yes. Um, right. Like, this this is always what happens. Like, Adam Driver on his own, I'm like, uh. But then you get a woman next to him, I'm like, oh, well, all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. All um, right. But this photo of Adam yeah. Driver in this cable knit sweater, and he's Ugh. oh my god! The glasses. Can we talk about the glasses? And this this smirk. It's so mm-hmm. it's so like parent in the late eighties to me. Yeah, of just like hey babe, come here. <laughs> like let's take a photo <laughs> together. And especially yeah. because she is not smiling in this photo at all, no. and somehow that mm-hmm. is just even better to me. Yeah. I, it's incredible. I love that it. hat. I'm also obsessed with the bangle, the, the amount, jewelry, just the sh- the sheer amount of chains on, on <laughs> Lady Gaga is incredible. I didn't realize that I you could sum up my sexuality into a photo until yeah until this now. really is the bisexual agenda. I love it. Um, it makes me very happy. Thank you so much for bringing it to the space. Uh, Absolutely, it's a very it's a very joyous photo here. I agree. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just great. I'm just, yeah. it's just great. Um, <laughs> this is the, this is that time of year where um, the, we're ending the near the trimester. And mm-hmm. so my, my lovely students are remembering, um, unfortunately, and I am also remembering that grades exist. Yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they're like, hey, I just checked my grades for the first time in a couple months and 
I don't like them. Uh, Fix them, please. And I'm like, I can't do that for you. Sorry. And they're like, I don't understand. Like, fix them for me. Isn't that your job? (laughs) (laughs) And so we're having that fun conversation about like, help me help you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what executive functioning uh, looks like or doesn't look like um, in in 12-year-olds at this time which is a is a lovely conversation yeah. to have. So it's just, um, I would like to just scream endlessly yeah. at this time. Um, yeah. But my happy thing this week is something that is profoundly confusing to me. It, I can only describe it as an Ouroboros. Um, yes. And the more yeah. I looked at it, the more that it confused me, but then also just like made me laugh. And <laughs> so <laughs> when I first saw this, I was like, oh, cool, generic root beer. Right. Because I was like, great, yes. So We're all familiar. Yes, we are all familiar with a, a plastic two liter um, of root beer. Right. Which, if you are imagining this in your head as I am describing it, it is often one of those where it is like a... A root beer flavored root beer. One of those where it's <laughs> right. like, if you even go near saying that this is Dr. Pepper, I will kill you. It's on site. Yeah. 100%. And then I squinted that at this a little bit more. And I realized that I was wrong. That this is, in <laughs> fact, a photo where it says root beer flavored vape juice flavored root beer. Mm. And I uh, got very, <laughs> I got very confused. As someone who does yeah. not um, partake in the vape, and I also do not partake in the root beer, right? Um, I find this very confusing. Of what? <laughs> what is? What is this? And so that's a great question, because <laughs> like. I am also not a, a, a vape head, um, but I, I do <laughs> know vape that lord. vape juice doesn't. No, <laughs> I'm not a vape lord, but I do know that historically vape juice does not come in a two liter bottle <laughs> that you can just buy at a Safeway. You know, like it's not something you can just. But also the packaging is very good. Yes. Where it's like a little puff of, of smoke. Yes. Uh, or I guess cloud. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Vapor. Sorry. God, I sound. Oh. This is just <laughs> how old can we sound? You're yeah. <laughs> kids these days. <laughs> and they're e cigarettes. And they're root beer flavored e cigarettes. The more that I looked at this, because I also got very confused on this too. Because I was like, yeah. yeah, sure. The idea of buying vape juice <laughs> right, <laughs> in bulk sounds like a great idea, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> it seems cost efficient. It does. Because right? like, <laughs> yeah. I'm old. And so that sounded very cost efficient. But then I was like, how the fuck would you pour two liters into an e-cigarette? <laughs> yeah. it, it ultimately just made me laugh because I was like, oh, I'm very out of touch. Right. And I need a child to explain this to me. <laughs> we have a small amount of current events this week. But the two that we do um, are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Let's start with the bad news first. Yeah. This was something that we had shared, I think you shared, on, yeah, on Twitter. Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. And I, 
you had also sent this to me. <laughs> I got this news <laughs> via text. I had woken up from a nap. Oh, I'm so sorry. And this was the first thing that I had seen. And I was, I was trying to read this, like, immediately out of a nap. And so it was just, like, everything was hazy. And I was like, oh, what are these words? And right. all I could see was I got three words out of it. I got E.L. James and then Freed. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No. And I was just like, I immediately went from being in a nap to being in timeout. And I was like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, beans. So tell me a little bit about this news. The final installment of the Fifty Shades of Grey books from Christian himself are finally all going to be published. The final one. Uh, in June. It drops in June. So fucking get ready. Which means our dirty business is never It's finished. never done. <laughs> I shared this on Twitter and people were like, you guys, oh, this is a trip. And I was like, no, we for sure have read these. And I was like, oh, we certainly we did not did read not. these. We did not read these. I just, in my brain, was like, yeah, you've done, you are rid of the sins of Eel James. At least for the moment, you are good. I was also fully convinced that we had read these as well. Yeah. I I thought somehow between reading them from Anna's perspective and also watching the mm. movies, I thought that we had done it all. That we right. had conquered <laughs> yeah. the beast. And yet Erica, and I don't think we talk enough about her mm. name being Erica. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we have done that enough. But E.L. James has come out with the last of these and I <sighs> we have to go back in. Yeah. So, that's great. I can be bought. I am more than happy to do this. I know that some of you have mentioned that you would somehow rather (laughs) us read the Fifty Shades series from Christian's perspective more than reading (laughs) the You series. Right. Somehow. Maybe it's because there's actually sex in it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Apparently, you want us to be in Christian's head rather than Joe's, which is fair, because Joe is yeah, awful. that's also reasonable. <laughs> um, so I get it. I get it somehow. I think there is still one more book in you, and yeah. then the third season of you, and mm-hmm. then we will have all of these books that are out, and so we will be able to conquer this. <laughs> yes, this beast. Um and there won't be any more movies in these, so we can just fucking get through them. <laughs> can vibe. Just we will vibe. just be able to vibe. We do have some good news to end on. Hell a yeah. little bit of a Dakota fashion corner. It's been a minute. Yeah. Welcome back. To Welcome space. back. On the one year anniversary of her infamous Lime Lie. Okay. All right. Listen. <laughs> Which we've already talked so much about, but it is a historic day, so I think it is appropriate. I, I don't know. It's I will leave it up to you to decide if you think that this redeems her actions. Oh, no. This is pretty good. This is this is good stuff. Tell us more. Uh, so, Dakota Johnson spotted <laughs> <laughs> on set for Am I Okay?, which I guess is the movie that she's working on currently. Um, and she was just hiking uh, in the most delightful rainbow bright cap 
I've ever seen. I love it so much. She looks so happy. She does. She looks very happy in her little yeah. biker shorts, in her pigtails. Yeah. In her I little love pigtails. it. There's also a very good photo of her with a gallon jug of water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and while holding also a hydro flask in both arms and taking a sip. It's very good. Yes, it's it, a mood. It brings me a lot of joy. That has great meme potential if anyone is interested. <laughs> I This cap makes me very happy, personally. Yeah. It's a vibe. It is a vibe. <laughs> the only thing that is missing, personally, from this amazing hat is just the little, like, spinners. <gasps> yes. On the top. It needs a spinner. It does need a yes. spinner. Um, yeah. Otherwise, amazing. 10 out of 10. I love it a lot. Yeah. Huge fan. <laughs> Thank you, Dakota, for gracing us. Always doing the work. Just always <laughs> always being the best on here. Yeah. We have a, not even a question. Well, it's a comment. It's a little thought <laughs> Just experiment. A, someone sharing a thought with us, which you know what? Honestly, I appreciate it. Yes. We, one of our amazing patrons, Sarah, has shared something that they have heard. Here is what they have heard. Just a, a thought on the street. I yeah, say. just something to simmer on. <laughs> yes. Um, it says, so I am listening to this paranormal podcast, and they are talking about vampires, <laughs> as you do. And in the sure. episode, they call Edward a twonk, <laughs> meaning a twinkly hunk, or a, oh God, Sarah, uh, <laughs> a twavonk, meaning sure. a twinkly vampire hunk. And thought it was funny and wanted to share it with y'all. That is great. It is. I, I do love that a lot. This is amazing. I think Twonk is appropriate. Yes. For Edward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hunk is generous for yeah. Edward. Hunk is a little, yeah. <laughs> if there was a, a way to mix Twink and Blushing Bride... Sure, yeah. I would give that feedback to this paranormal podcast. <laughs> we have some notes. <laughs> um, so if you could send that message in a little dove and pass it back to them um, and yeah. have them remix those words, that would be fantastic. Yeah, um, I agree. You can have them make up the word because I that sounds like hard to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they can come up with it and we can give the final notes on that that'd be great absolutely yeah that sounds great um so uh the last time that we spoke about the host things were starting to get a little bit spicy buck wild yeah after hot and heavy a little a little bit hot and heavy some might say after 200 ish actually 300 pagers actually. Ooh. Um, Stephanie was like, hey, so it's been about halfway through the book. You've gotten this far. And now I will give you plot. As a treat. As a treat. You've earned you've it. Earned, yeah, absolutely. You've unlocked the plot at this point. Yes. Now I will give you smooch. Now I will give you tension at this point. Yes. Now I will give you dead, dying old man mm. as a treat on yeah. here. Now I will give you Walter talking about Gladys for unknown reasons. Yeah. Because, sure. Um, Why not? These 
chapters are sad. Yeah. And also, well, I don't, chapter 31 is sad. Chapter 32 (laughs) is potentially, for some folks, triggering. So Mm -hmm. we will talk about that as it comes. Chapter 31, though, to me felt a lot like Stephanie did not get the emotional payoff that she wanted from the end of Eclipse with Jacob Mm -hmm. being in his like morphine problems with his broken bones and the (laughs) conversation that he had breaking up with Bella and so she was like you know what what if (laughs) I (laughs) make it so that it's an old man and I make it more like the notebook instead and it's more about like life and death yeah oh shit I should write that down as a title you (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) it's all connected baby it is all connected (laughs) That is at least what I got from it. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It's just, uh, for her, it feels like she has had three thoughts in her life. And they are all connected, uh, unsurprisingly, right, to Mormonism. Yeah. And she was just like, okay, how can I... Because, and I, listen, I'm not going to drag her too hard because writing is tough. Yeah. And so she was like, how can I take these three thoughts and stretch them as far as possible so I don't have to come up with new ideas for writing? Yeah. And so I'm going to just keep doing remixes on these (laughs) as many times as I possibly can. (laughs) Chapter 31 is sad. Personally, as someone who had a grandpa in the past couple of years die from cancer, I was Mm -hmm. like, Stephanie, this is fucking rude. This is a little too real. Um, Especially just because, like, Stephanie... Hey, Stephanie, what is it with you and translucent skin? And talking about, like, pulsing of blood underneath. What is it? Hey, why? Mm. What do you love about that? Tell me more. Yeah, it's like, even if it's not vampires, I will just spread it across all of my work. Absolutely. At least then you had a cop out, you know? A hundred percent. Because it was someone who was, like, actually attracted and, like, could not resist it. Right. But now, it's just an old, dead, well, dying guy. Spoiler (laughs) alert, folks. The guy, the old guy with the cancer, he dies. It just, it was just a lot. I did feel very bad for Wanderer in this moment of just, like, wanting to come down and see what was going on in the mm-hmm. hospital area. And now they are just trapped here for 48 hours with Love someone. <laughs> um, and just because they're too afraid of being rude. Mm-hmm. And just being like, uh, I don't feel comfortable in this. Yeah. This is, <laughs> I don't uh. like this. <laughs> yeah. And so now I can't get my hand back. And, uh, I gotta go piss. Like, I, (laughs) I gotta go. This is awkward. So, I, I felt very bad for that whole situation. Rip to Wanda. (laughs) Um, that was very awkward. Um, especially because of the fact that it doesn't get 
easier in the sense of there's already a very awkward situation of the only thing that is making it easier for Walter in this moment is the like placebo effect of Wander being there and the sense that it is his wife of Gladys Wander does not have that power or ability Walter is just very out of it um especially since he ends up like recognizing Wander in the morning (laughs) and he's just like hey uh it was nice that you came to see me um you should probably get out of here (laughs) yeah um I don't know why you're here (laughs) which I thought was a little bit funny but then of course because it's Stephanie and also we're at the middle of the book now stuff starts to break bad there's drugs and I actually don't know anything about what happens in Breaking Bad um (laughs) I just know that there was like blue candy and also cancer I think I actually don't know there was I think it was Brandt he starts just like sprinting into the hospital yeah right (laughs) and he was like I'm gonna kill Wander. There's a helicopter. Rawr. It's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit drastic, Brand. We're kind of in the middle of something right now. <laughs> there is like a cinematic Grey's Anatomy moment happening here, Brand. You need yeah. to chill out. <laughs> and so, of course, there is now the helicopter. So, of course, the usual seeker is like back, circling around, looking mm. for Wander, which is probably... I would imagine incredibly scary since there is no other sounds happening in the desert and now there is a helicopter. <laughs> sounds probably very loud and scary. Um, yeah. So now Brandt is like, rawr, I'm not going to leave. I'm going to watch out for this parasite who <sighs> you're in the hospital wing. So there's metal and rope and all these things to get out of here. Whereas Wander, like, hasn't moved in 12 hours, hasn't gone to the bathroom, can't feel their hand, like, mm. has no intention of leaving. <laughs> Anyways, um, Brandt can't interpret a scene to save his life, but sure. No. <laughs> um, Read the room. Bye. Exactly. Like, cannot interpret that Walter is dying and Wander is, like, here to make this process easier. can't see that doc is like using the last of the whiskey to like make this easier on walter but sure (laughs) brant of course wander is going to like kill you and escape sure so brant watching wander wander watching walter doc watching Walter. (laughs) like everyone is it's like a a standoff that is sitting like going on here um I think eventually the helicopter does leave because it starts to get dark. Um, I think Ian eventually comes back with some sort of food as well. Jamie ends up coming in with like a cot, later comes in with food as well. But the medicine in the form of alcohol that Doc gave obviously does not last Mm -hmm. because sure. Um, (laughs) And... It also does not help that Walter is obviously struggling, too. Yeah. And not having a great sense of reality and, and yeah, in Which general. is very, very much makes sense in this mm-hmm. moment. Um, because when 
Wander needs to like eventually leave to go to the bathroom and he doesn't have someone to like hold on to for reality. Right. Starts like crying and screaming. Very understandable things that are going on. Near the end of the chapter, Jared comes um, and has morphine, which is he hadn't come later on because he was like going to go find some. Right. And he's on the hunt for medicine. Because before that, they were just like giving him alcohol, right? Yeah. That was it. And it was just like, sorry, there's no medicine. We're going to find it. But for now, we're just going to get you drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And they were only using it in like drops. Because that was, they were trying to like make it last as long as possible. Which, thinking about how late stage. Walter was at because I think they had mentioned that like his bones were broken because his he'd become so frail that I would have to imagine like not only did he have like external injuries but he would have to have had like internal injuries as well Mm -hmm. but he was probably like burning through the alcohol really quickly yeah that it was, I would imagine that it was incredibly painful, that he was also, like, like passing out from the pain, I would mm-hmm. imagine. And so Doc was, like, very happy when the morphine came. Um, yeah. But because it is Stephanie, right, <laughs> um, it cannot just be morphine. It has to be a, like, symbolic, theoretical conversation mm. here. And so naturally, like, Doc gives Walter some of the morphine so that he can, like, immediately stop screaming and, like, reduce some of his pain because he is a doctor or at least, like, some sort of medical care. Yeah. I don't think that we have, like, seen a, like, his certificate anywhere. Yeah. Wander doesn't really understand the conversation that Jared and Doc are having because Jared is saying, like, there's not enough medicine for more than, like, three or four days. Yeah. So Wander is, like, very confused about this, but Doc seems to understand. And so it finally clicks when Melanie says it in Wander's head of, like, oh, they're talking about an overdose here. So yeah. Q, <laughs> Stephanie being like, oh, do you get it? Hey, mm-hmm. listener, do you get it? <laughs> it's about life or Ugh. death. <laughs> Why, also, what is her deal with using this specific sort of situation as, like, a poetic metaphor? She really loves it, For, like, existing and being alive or being in love or whatever. Like, it's gross. And I hate it. I agree. I felt like it was very, it made a lot of sense to me with pregnancy, given Mm -hmm. her religion. Because I think that, like... I don't know. I felt like that was more of a, like, natural place. Mm-hmm. But, and I don't know a lot about LDS. Yeah. Um, But I think that I would imagine that this is where, like, a, like a doctor-assisted suicide probably is not considered, like, quote, natural or, like, yeah. allowed. Right. Just because it's not, like... Yeah, it's probably, quote, like, not considered, quote, natural. Yeah, right. Like, you can, it's not the way or something. <laughs> like, it's not how you are supposed to go or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's always with morphine. Like, both mm. both the books that we have looked at in this circumstance, it's always been morphine. Like, I don't know. Does she know that, like, other... 
maybe it's just that like it's easier for people to usually get it their hands on yeah or something i don't know um but this seems to be something that she is like really theoretically like stuck on which i find really interesting that like i don't know i don't know why i find this part really interesting but i i wonder if it's something that has like happened to her personally Mm. and like why it's something that she is really fixated on because it's it's happened in two books now that it's like it cannot be a coincidence of like why are you what stephanie (laughs) like what is it about this specific idea that you are really interested in i find it i find it interesting but anyways uh wander is like you can't you can't just kill someone like yeah and so she is very much struggling with this when as it is mentioned in the book like walter is not gonna survive this Mm. like it is very clear that he is struggling (laughs) um and i think that like wander has very much observed this over the past like it's hard to tell if it has been 12 hours if it has been 24 because like time is vague here but one of the things that's been pretty clear is that like wander would like a chance to say goodbye yeah at this point at least what is going on here um because i think doc is is set on the fact that like keeping him alive at this point is like letting him suffer right yeah it's which i mean great stuff (laughs) yeah and like yeah i think as in my personal experience with this exact situation like Mm -hmm. it is yeah it is rough stuff Mm -hmm. um but that is the kind of where um wander at least has like come to this point anymore um and then of course um because this is not this is not walter's story this is wanderer's story um (laughs) (laughs) at the end of this chapter um jared and wander make a very like longing stare um and then wander leaves the room so just had to like remind you all that that existed right (laughs) (laughs) because god um anyways so wander after at least 12 hours maybe close to a day but i think it's just been like at least 12 hours um Mm -hmm. has now been able to leave the hospital wing has not slept during that time so we know that but has now leaving the hospital wing is delirious to say the least um it is now able to like tend to their needs change clothes all that fun stuff um (laughs) and is able to like go get all of that stuff done it seems like it is like before morning time like like bef- like just before dawn because when all of this stuff is mentioned at the top of uh chapter 32 everyone seems like they're asleep like it's right before breakfast time yeah and that is the reason why i'm mentioning this is because if y'all haven't read this like that's important is the fact that like most people are not awake yet mm-hmm. just knowing that <laughs> um that wander <laughs> gets their clothes and then heads to the bathroom so more bathroom talk from Stephanie. My favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Just heading to those black cave bathrooms. (laughs) And this is the chapter where it, there is going to be a confrontation that happens here that I just want to let you all know that there is an attack that happens in here. So if that is stressful. It's a lot. 
for whatever means, especially what has happened currently the past week in the news, just like skip probably 10 or 15 minutes, whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do. Because I was not fucking expecting this. (laughs) No, it really came out of left field. It did. Yeah. I was not expecting this, especially because the bathroom scenes in here, like at this point, I'm expecting Stephanie to talk right. about the fucking bathroom. Um, <laughs> like, oh, this is where I can just pee- to zone out for a little bit. This exactly. Is just, Steph is doing her bathroom talk. We're just going to vibe out for a little bit. And then, uh-oh, trauma. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like, oh, she's going to talk about that soap and it's going to sting for a little bit. <laughs> and then like, she's going to be, it's going to be over and it'll be fine. Yeah. And apparently not. Yeah. Anyways, and even, like, fucking Wander, and I, I guess I should have known at this point, because Wander was like, I had gotten used to the bathroom. Mm. The blackness of the bathroom didn't bother me anymore. That, like, yeah, most of the time that I had been in these caves, like, it was just dark in here. Um, and, like, there's even a sentence in here where Stephanie literally said, there was never anything lurking under the water surface waiting to pull me under. And it's like, okay, fuck you. Okay, Stephanie, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Geez. But she's very much hinting that, like, Wander did not have a lot of time because a lot of people would start to be up soon. But it's very much the point where, like, I'm getting the vibe that it's, like, 20, maybe 30 minutes before everyone is starting to get up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how the fuck people wake up here because they live in <laughs> right. darkness, but, like, yeah. maybe they just have a routine. I don't know. Sure. They How? I don't know. Whatever. That's always bothered me, but, like, sure. The important thing to know, I guess, is that Wander is, like, done bathing, climbs out to get dressed, and... What I, the very important thing that was very confusing to me about all of this is that Wander says that they had left their dry clothes on the rocks, but I do not know if Wander put their clothes on. It is not clear to me. Yeah, I don't think that's clarified. (laughs) Okay, because the whole time that I imagined this thing, I imagined Wander being butt-ass naked. Just And I thought that I was the one being a pervert, but yeah. there is no mention. Maybe it's in- Steph. Maybe Steph is a pervert. For danger and also for yeah. nudity. But, like, Stephanie did not mention that Wander put their clothes on, and now I'm just imagining that if this scene is in the movie, how did they get this in the movie? Yeah. Maybe Sorcia Ronan just, like, puts clothes on really quickly. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, Wander kicks a stone. By accident. And that is where this kind of, like, fucks up stuff really bad. Because Ian comes in. Okay, wait. Wait. (laughs) Hold on. I did not read this part. So, okay, this changes everything. So, Wander says, I was just shoving my feet into my scruffy tennis shoes when my turn was up. So... That to okay. me says, like, I have Got clothes it. on. Clothes on. <gasps> oh, okay. That <laughs> changes. Unless she's only wearing shoes, and that would be worse than That would be any so much scenarios. worse. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. That <laughs> makes me feel a lot better. Like, Steph. Naughty. I know. <laughs> Why no clothes, just you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> that would somehow make this so much gross. Yeah. Someone, oh. Anyways, okay, so Ian comes in and is like, knock, knock, which, like, hello. Um, yeah. <laughs> and 
<laughs> I almost said Sorcerer Ronan. Like, no. Wander <laughs> is like, yo, what's up, Ian? Like, did you sleep well? Here's the fucked up thing. Ian says, Ian's still sleeping. Suddenly, Ian is talking in third person. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which means either Ian has turned into the host or which would be creepy enough or yeah. worse ian is not ian and that's what happens bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's not our beloved ian it is in fact his fucking brother kyle we never trust a kyle no oh, yeah let if unless you learn anything from this experience never ever trust a kyle never trust a kyle a hundred percent i've only known kyle's that betray you. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> there was, I have known two Kyles in my life. One, I had a crush on. He was in elementary school and he made me do Ding Dong Ditch in my neighborhood. Oh, and I, biggest regret of my life, that is where my anxiety started 100%. Mm. The second Kyle that I knew, I was a freshman in high school and he was my managing editor on my high school newspaper, I had such a crush on him because he was older and he was an authority figure. Oh, biggest regret. Biggest oh, regret. Man. Um, I 100% believe that that man vapes. Ruby vape. 100%. Don't trust a Kyle. Whatever you do, <laughs> do not trust a Kyle. Um, so Kyle here, Cave Kyle, that's not Ian, um, is a bad Kyle. Don't trust a Kyle. No. This Kyle is out for blood. Of all kinds. Yeah. And um, wants to, in no uncertain terms, kill Wander. (sighs) And not in a, like, quick and easy way. In a, like, very, very, like, James Twilight way. Yeah. Like, out for the chase way. Gross. Gross, Kyle. Yeah, not a great way to go about this i think (laughs) a hundred percent not one i appreciate like if you're gonna bad bad kyle (laughs) bad kyle so especially because he's like oh ian's still sleeping i'm sure that won't last forever though so we best get on with this like ew kyle gross kyle (laughs) ew ew kyle um (laughs) if you're gonna kill me kyle get it over with like don't don't tease me with like don't yeah, don't try to wine and dine me before you kill me 100 <laughs> percent over with don't be a joe with the foreplay just kill me kyle yeah Fine. seriously like ew <laughs> like i have wet toes in my shoes kyle just yeah. kill me <laughs> God. i already feel like i'm dying <laughs> yeah like i just bathed myself in water that stung me don't ew yeah. <laughs> like jesus I live in darkness, Kyle. Like, there's nothing you could do that would hurt me. Just kill me, Kyle. Yeah. Anyways, there is a lot of this, like, I would, and again, I don't know what this was like for you, because this chapter was a lot of italics. Mm, Yeah. So, rip, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was probably one of the more dramatic readings, I feel like, of the audiobook. I believe It felt very impassioned. I believe that. Um, especially because of the fact that this was a lot of, um, Wander asking Melanie to take over, (laughs) which we don't usually get. Yeah. Um, I wish that there was a person when I'm struggling with fight or flight that I could ask inside my brain to just be like, could you just 
take over instead. Because hey. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I Jesus, can't. take the wheel, please. Exactly. A hundred percent. Finally, though, Wander is doing a good job of like, I'm going to take a, a little rock and I'm going to throw it to the other edge. Yeah. And distract Kyle. Get him off my scent. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to do a good deed here, which is great. It doesn't, unfortunately, work for the Kyle. <laughs> there is a, a lot of tussles that happen between these two, unfortunately. Reading this back, it is a lot easier to understand now that I know that Wander is not naked. It, <laughs> uh, making, it makes more sense now that sure. I know that there is clothes involved. Yeah. It definitely um, helps. <laughs> it, it does not make it any less traumatic, but it does make more sense to mm. me. Because I was very confused why Stephanie Meyer, of all people, would have a naked tussle. Yeah. So I, that makes sense to me, personally. There is eventually, after this, there's a lot of tussling. There's a lot of, like, feet hitting each other. A lot of, like, sprinting, trying to get done. A lot of, like, legs on each other. Like, Wander's doing a pretty good job here, despite, mm-hmm. like, part of this fight being in water. Right. But unfortunately, like, Kyle is a, what seems like a much taller, much bulkier person. Mm-hmm. Things start to get a little bit dicey when it seems to hit what looks and is described like a almost like a cliffside of this cave yeah like uh, a, a well-ish yeah almost? like something like that just like a deep a deep crevasse <laughs> into right. terrible danger and it's hard to it was hard for me to understand because again we are in what is supposed to be like all complete blackness mm-hmm. in these caves but eventually there is a part where, like, a piece of the floor comes down and makes Kyle fall, makes Wander fall on Kyle, mm-hmm. and then a piece of the floor then, like, hits Kyle. So yeah. Kyle is rip Kyle. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bye. Rip Kyle. And because gravity be like that. Yeah. Um, sure. Hey, post Cody, if you could just enter uh, Gravity by John Mayer in here, that would be great. I will Um, not. Okay, all right. (laughs) Just letting you know that right now. All right, all right. That's fine. Um, If anything I do, Sarah Bareilles, I'm not going to put John Mayer (laughs) on our airwaves. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? I respect our audience too much for that. You know what? That's my bad. And because of said Gravity, Kyle and also said cliff start to fall mm. into abyss <laughs> like, like uh i this there is like steam we are supposed to assume it is the pits of hell i guess like i don't know sure. <laughs> yeah. there's a crack in into- lava down there it's just like, <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> literal satan is down there just hanging out yeah satan has like unlocked his jaw he's just there like licking his lips like ready to go um yeah. And this is the part where, of course, because it's Wander, Wander's like, oh no, like, I need to, I need to save Kyle. 
Mm-hmm. And Melanie's like, the fuck you would do? <laughs> like, <laughs> that dude just tried to kill us. Like, no, you yeah. don't. Because Melanie is smart. Um, and Melanie has is part of the apocalypse, so has un, has this is not I would assume this is not Melanie's first kill before. Yeah. Uh, whereas Wander is like, mm, I don't know about that. And so Wander is like, well, I I want to live, but I also don't like to kill people. And so it's this very like moral obligation between the two of these people. It seemed like. Mm-hmm. Um, Wander was going to turn back and not save Kyle because it didn't seem possible to save bulky Kyle without putting both of their lives at risk. Yeah. And then the last fucking line of this chapter <laughs> is Wander screaming for help. And I got a little bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, fuck Kyle. Yeah. Fuck Get out Kyle. Of here. You have, like, disobeyed the community guidelines. You don't yeah. do a kill. Everyone agreed that Wander was chill. Yes. And you were, you still were like, what if I just killed him? <laughs> you don't do a kill. And then the universe is like, oh, I'm gonna kill ya. And then you get to be saved. That's not, absolutely not. Yeah. No, the universe made a choice. You get to fall into the lava. No. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Nope. Stand by your choice. <laughs> yeah. I think both the men in these chapters deserve to die for different reasons. Yes. <laughs> One, but because still, I don't want yeah. Walter to suffer, but also yeah. because I want Kyle to suffer. <laughs> yeah, fuck Kyle. Fuck Kyle. Don't trust a Kyle. No. Don't trust a Kyle. That is my hard stance. <laughs> Don't trust a Mike Newton. Don't trust a Kyle. That's my stance. <laughs> yeah. um, so next week we have chapters 33 and 34, where I'm imagining that we're going to have to deal with the fallout of Ian being like, my brother, rawr, <laughs> which is going to be unfortunate, I guess, but whatever. I'm not that worried about it, so (laughs) (laughs) it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm just going to quickly double check that we don't have any patrons named Kyle that I have (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) Just for an hour. (laughs) And it looks like we are good. Okay, great. Um, Hell yeah. We have some amazing patrons. Hell yeah. That I would love to be able to thank here. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Shout out to Mallory Hardwick. Ooh. Thank you to Katie Black. Ow. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out. Oh. Oh. I was going to say this is the closest that we got. This is the closest. Oh, to Kyle? Yes. (laughs) Thank you to Kylie Minty. Not a Kyle. Not a Kyle. Not a Kyle. Hashtag not a Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're safe, Kylie. You are safe. Thin ice, Kylie, but not a Kylie. Yeah, (laughs) right. Thank you to Elizabeth James. Ooh, yeah. Shout out, Jess. Love. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Shout out, Carrie Goldberg. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Ow, yeah. 
Thank you to Zoe Steele. Pew, 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 pew. Mm. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Boy, 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 boy. Boy, 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 boy. Shout out Amy Taylor. <laughs> Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. <laughs> Shout out Taylor Brown Town Lautner. <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Weber. Ooh. Yes. Thank you to Gwen Stanley. Thank you to Jasmine, Anastasia. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Bailey Christian. Thank you to Jay Molina. Shout out Cassandra Bomer. Thank you to Toussaint Wander. Thank you to Kristen. Strider. Thank you to my mom and our mom. Kelly and everyone's mom. Everyone's mom. Shout out Aaron Salinger. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Shout out India Peach. Thank you to Casey Yorkie. Ow, ow. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Thank you to Sarah Blythe. Ow, ow, ow. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> And last but certainly not least, thank you to Laura Forty. Hell yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Ooh, yeah. So I have a fan fiction. Ooh. I'm putting fan fiction in loose quotation marks <laughs> today. <laughs> Um, because the fan fiction that I was provided today was also given to me in loose quotation marks. Sure. I love it. (laughs) Um, this was sent to me by our unofficial intern, Taylor Brown, Town Watner. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) This is a, I would argue, one of the most infamous pieces of twilight text that there is and if i am not mistaken i don't think that we have done this piece of text on here i'm going to read the twilight oath for us today as our fan fiction i love that so dear listeners yeah i don't think i know this actually you i think don't. i've made it this i think i've made it this far where i have not come in contact so with this. as i read this to you yeah um, this is, this is an oath. It is a, a blood binding pact. Okay. Um, <laughs> so as I read this to you, uh, a little piece of, a little piece, um, oh. a little, uh, drop of blood might spill and that's okay. Um, oh it is, <laughs> don't be alarmed. Um, <laughs> it's part of the process. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, not a cult. <laughs> it's nope. It's not a cult. Don't call your dad. And I mean, that's okay. So this is the, this is the twilight oath. You don't have to. Close your eyes. You don't have to pull out a piece of hair. It's okay. Um, Just do you. Just take a deep breath. It'll all be okay. All right. The Twilight Oath. (laughs) Be serious, folks. This is serious. (laughs) Don't laugh. Stop goofing around, all right? (laughs) I promise to remember Bella each time I carelessly fall down. And I promise... (laughs) 
to remember Edward whenever I'm out of town. Oh, with rhymes? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone shut up. I promise. (laughs) I promise to obey traffic laws for Charlie's sake, of course. (laughs) And I promise to remember Jacob when my heart fills with remorse. I promise to remember Carlisle when I'm in the emergency room. And I promise to remember Emmett every time there's a large boom. (laughs) I promise to remember Rose whenever I see something that holds pure beauty. And I promise to remember Alice whenever (laughs) I'm at a mall and a cute outfit spots me. I promise to remember Nessie when I see that beautiful bronze hair. And I promise to remember Esme when someone tells me they care. I, I, promised, I promise to remember Jasper whenever my stomach isn't curled. Yes, I promise to love Twilight wherever I may go. So that all may see my obsession because I know what the Twilighters know. And yet there's just an ellipses at the end. Wow. So it doesn't end. The Twilight Oath doesn't S- end. Snaps. It's eternal. It's a, it's a, I didn't, you were not billing that as poetry, which really, if you get at the heart of it, is what that was. I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a, a spell, really. You're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've actually, everyone here has been cursed. <laughs> Like There's I said, a hex it's an foot oath. upon your homes. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> wow. What if we start every episode by doing that? From now on? <laughs> Someone just... has said that before. Um, <laughs> as that, like, just doing, just having that with our music from Eli, just like a sick yeah. beat underneath <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a remix. Oh my god. Um, so Taylor, thank you for that. Um, I'm glad that we finally made it to doing the twilight oath after 213 episodes yeah um wow <laughs> listen we gotta make them wait for it you gotta really want it yeah us. it's true it's true oh my so God. sweet wow. christ <laughs> <laughs> if i had told you that it rhymed you would have been expecting it and sometimes you just gotta know <laughs> it was a nice surprise <laughs> yeah absolutely I, I don't know how else to wrap this up other than that as amazing poetry to to really yeah. send us off. So yeah. um, be good with yourself and with God, as Stephanie would want it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get right with the Lord. <laughs> um, you know, say your Twilight Oath every day. Yeah. Um, you know, call your friends, say the oath to them. You know, maybe just surprise them with it. Don't even tell yeah. them. Just, you yeah. know, maybe send a voice memo with that. You know? Yeah. And as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit. And get whipped, honestly. (laughs) Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss, and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at intothetwilightshow at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Curl. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.